Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. Sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Are you ready, Jerry? I'm ready. I just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Show me the money. Oh, you didn't know? Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. You put my shoes on, you wouldn't last a mile. Summertime, when it's time, I'm on the grind. Yeah, I got the ring. I'm the champ. I'm the genie of the lamp. This is the gift I was given, so I just live by my hustle. It don't make sense, but don't make a profit. So I hustle, ladies and homies. Make money, make money, money, money. I want to find a thing to save my life. So I hustle, hustle. It ain't over for me. No, it ain't over for me. Okay, let's go smoke that joint. Oh, you didn't know? Your ass better call somebody! Oh yeah, what up, what up? We got another mock draft getting us ready for this best ball tournament. Uh, The first draft is kicking off tomorrow, and then all the slow drafts are kicking in uh, on Tuesday, day after the 4th. We got AJ in the building because uh, he's going to be part of that live draft tomorrow. So we need this. Practice. Another day, another mock. Another day, another mock. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Anthony in the building. What up, bro? Shout out to the Get Right Fantasy Network. Shit was dope being on the show last night. And uh, whenever you said the next one is for grading Tuesday, can't wait to be there. All right. Ron in the building. What up? Let's get. Uh, let's get. I saw that friend request one. I saw that. Ron, I saw that friend friend request. <laughs> Let's see. We got yeah, Clark in the building. What up, homie? All right. Let's see. I know everyone said that they were. I think everyone said they're ready. Let me message. Uh... All right. Cool. John's ready. 
Who's the last one? Joey. There we go. Making sure he's ready. All right. Yeah, what up, Nick? Said what up? Fire it up. Yep, let's fire this shit up. All right, all right, all right. Fire up. Time to smoke. And uh, I think I let my dad get a little too cool. Hold on, let's see. Super low temp. Hey, sometimes you got to get those low temp ones in. I mean, I like that. <coughs> I'm way on more of the low wait, temp wait, dabs wait. than those hot wait. dabs. I mean, fuck, I'm not. I'm not about that hot dab life. Missing All right, here we go. Dots. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you say? The what? They're missing a couple green dots. I know TJ was ready. John said he was ready. Herbert at the one. Turn that sound off. Man, I'm really of the mindset that Herbert, Allen, and Mahomes are interchangeable. Yeah. Uh oh. Come on, TJ. It's just preference. Yeah. Because they all could be the number one QB this year. And like, Either one of oh, them, anything could happen to them, and they could be outside, you know, the top three, and maybe they're just in the top six or seven. But So you drafting in the sixth spot, are you just trying to, like, swoop in on value, or you're going in on the best available quarterback right there? Uh, I mean, it really depends on how those first, uh, first ones shape out, but probably going QB with the first one. Can't abandon the way I've been moving. Yeah. I, I steady take Lamar right there, so I'm not gonna stop right there. And Clark even Clark even said it too. Herbert won. <laughs> yeah, seeing it's definitely justifiable. Maybe he's trying to build a certain stack or you know what? I might not do this tomorrow, but let's try it today and see how this works out. Just lock in cup right there. And that's what mock drafting's all about. Yes, then see what kind of, uh, I mean, a couple of these guys are in the draft with us tomorrow. I know Clark's in the division. He's the 12th. Stadavelli's in it. And I think that might be it out of this crew. And yeah, Anthony said, yeah, probably Tuesday for grading the show because I might get myself too right on the 4th. Yeah, and we already got plans on the 4th. We're going to that uh, that Travis Pastrana, the, the Nitro Circus. Um, they got so that on Fourth of July at night, so we're gonna go check that out. Dang, Yoke Frogger! All right, I know who that is. I gotta. He's in our. He's in our big group chat. Tyler Murray going that late? Yeah, I mean that was often. that was one of the ones I was debating on. For everybody listening, it's gone: Herbert, Allen, Mahomes, Burrow, Jackson, Cup, Prescott, Taylor. Jamar as an auto, then Jefferson, Kyler, and then we're at the 12 right now. I like the it. One, You're two, already ten. getting into podcast mode, huh? You're already thinking about it? <laughs> I was trying to – because I feel like we leave out the people because I, I sometimes when I'm working, I go back and I listen, and I'm like, damn, where are we at in the draft? <laughs> yeah. I've been sports talk with Jake. What up, homie? He said, Hustler, you've inspired me to do some fantasy football myself. Love the community. Hell yeah, bro. Appreciate you always being on the streams. Eckler and Stafford at the one-two turn, preparing for that week 17 
clash. Antonio, what up? Yeah. It's crazy because I haven't really looked at too like I don't know if any of these drafts that I'm gonna be doing are gonna be based on those type of mat, like based on that. Just because I'm more of like a tournament type of thing. Like if you're doing like a yeah. best ball out of twelve, then you're not shooting for that. But like in a tournament, like seventeen is week seventeen is when all the money's getting dispersed. So you shooting for the stars at that point if you because it's all luck. It's all luck through the whole thing to oh, yeah. make it that far to begin with. Oh yeah, definitely. All right, let's see. Hey, yeah, there's some good quarterback options still. Yeah, totally. And like, I'm locking Jalen Hurts because he won't. Now, nah, I'd rather have Brady. You know, like, I mean, Jalen Hurts does have the upside, but shit, if Brady goes for 5,000 yards again, that's all the upside hey, I need. <laughs> Hurts fell to me having that rushing upside with Lamar and Jalen. Yeah, the auto kind of fucked it up there because, like, yeah, he could have. Who, know, who knows if yeah. he would have taken the QB or not? You know, so that that's really what messed it up there. Is he gonna auto too? He said he's gonna set up a queue because uh, he said he said he's delayed for some reason, but he said he's uh, he's setting up a queue now. So, yep, there you go. He got it in. Derek Carr. Hey, that's a good yeah, little look at, there look, too. At, look at look at look at the fucking difference there between the first six and then the back six. First six is all fucking QBs. Back six, I mean, you know, even minus uh, Yoke Frogger there. Not a lot of QBs taken on that side of things. See, look, like, usually I like to lock in my third quarterback right here in the third round in the Superflex, but I think I'm going to try to go a different route and try to dip into some of the talent that is Antonio, I already know that Brady's not making it back to me because of you. So, yeah, I had to swoop him right there to at least lock in one good QB. Let's see. It's a lot of QBs. TJ went three QBs to start it off. Hey, that's the strategy. That's that's the strategy. You're not going to be able to get Lance at the end of the fifth. That's uh, I mean, Fields going right here. Pick. See, look, with these quarterbacks going, it makes me want to dip in, dip back in because, like, I know when it gets back to me, I know Lawrence isn't going to be there. Two is not going to be there. Yeah, a lot of these, a lot of these top guys are going to be gone by then. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go see right here. Wait for quarterback. See what makes see what makes it back to me. Yeah, I'm gonna do the same thing. I'm gonna go with the wide receiver and just stack up. I mean, shit. Cup, cup and digs. Yeah, it could be real, real nasty there. See, there goes Tua. Yeah. Yeah, the auto drafter, man, that fuck. I know, uh, I know he broke his hand or something, so that might be his excuse of what's actually going on. But uh, he, I swore he was ready. <laughs> I only sent out the link like an hour ago because I didn't want people to uh, to auto draft. Let's see where Ron goes. Hey, I like the kind of like the no quarterback approach, stacking up in that talent. Jefferson, upside Hicken, McCaffrey, AJ Brown. Good. Just really depends on who you end up locking in at the QB spot. This is best ball, so, I mean, you could take some chances like that. But if I only had one team in this tournament, I don't think I'd be drafting like that and pushing off QBs. I have two teams in this tournament, so I'm going to take two completely different strategies. Yeah. Let's see where it takes me. Surprise, Lawrence is still there. Usually he's going before Fields. I mean, definitely going before like a Mac Jones. Yeah. 
So surprised about that. Clark locking in Mac Jones over Lawrence. A lot of different ways that you can go, though. That that's what's so cool about best ball, is uh, there's and especially the way that I set this up too. There's like so many different strategies that you can take. For everybody listening, in rounds two and three, ten quarterbacks went. Really, the bulk, the bulk is gone. There goes Lawrence. Are you looking to go quarterback right here? Or are you still trying to? It depends on who falls to me right there. Who doesn't? I already can think about who you're eyeing. <laughs> got two people to get by. I got one person to get by. If he doesn't snake him from me, yep, I'll lock in Cousins. No, as a number there you two. go. I was like, Cousins in the fourth. Work. He might not go in the fourth too often. So usually this has been my strategy. If I get Jalen, I usually try to wait a round or two and then I try to grab Jameis as my third because like me some Jameis, I like that he's going to throw the football a lot. Yeah. It really depends on the running game that they're going to have. So like and the Clark new coaching staff and. And Clark said, Yoke's going to end up with backup QBs. Yeah, I'm curious. Uh, and auto drafting, who knows if he even ends up with two QBs. He's building a mega stack over there, Antonio. Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon, T. Higgins. Yeah, I don't like people getting the three QBs this early. It, uh, I mean, I know that some of these we're going to have to adjust, but I hate having to get the three QBs that high. It's just it's a necessity. Like I said, I can fully justify taking Jameis right there. If if Kirk was there, then I would take Kirk. No no brainer. That's that's yeah. having like that's insane value for Kirk. There's no way he should be going after Mac or Tua. Ooh, Ghost Monkey! Look at all those QBs that went in between his uh, third and fourth picks. Fifteen quarterbacks in rounds two through four. Yeah. And then to have to take, uh, he took Tannehill after all those. I really don't want Tannehill to be my number two QB this year. I would have to get him as a number three. He burned me too much last year. Yeah, when I say burned me a lot, he burned me in like two leagues, but that's two leagues too many. I'm going to try a little. Zero running back build. Gonna reach a little bit on Pittman because I don't think he's gonna be back. Yeah, he definitely would be. Uh, this one's a little bit tough, but you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna jump a little bit for someone just because I know he might not even be there in the next round here. Probably should have let him hey, fall before. That's a risk or something you have to be willing to take if you're you want to win. Because a lot of these guys are risky right now at the RB position who are you know in front of them ADP wise. Literally everybody has some risk in front of them. And I feel like Dylan, his workload's gonna be safe. There's going to be a slew of running backs going when I decided to wait, see if I regret that decision. 
And Antonio said, you love your AJ Dillon. I mean, he's, we already know, we already know that he's going to be, he's going to be utilized a lot. And over guys like Montgomery, you know, like that was someone that I was debating right there. Dylan could out, you know, could out, um, not out touch him necessarily, but more touchdowns, more touchdown opportunities. And I feel like it's that's what's going to make. It's sneaky with Dylan too, because say anything happens to Aaron Jones. Oh yeah. It's likely at any position, he can still catch the football. Not as good as Aaron Jones, but he can, which, which means he's going to have a good amount of the target share because who is Aaron Rodgers going to be throwing to? Out of all these number two running backs on the squad, AJ Dillon has the highest standalone value by himself. For sure. Like, should be an RB2 out the gates, not just a flex guy. <coughs> yeah, fathers and sons, what up, bro? <coughs> Said, I'm listening and learning. <coughs> Fantasy football is super fun. <coughs> We're all addicted to it. Mills, there goes, hey, four quarterbacks in the first. Oh, look at that. That's like <coughs> way sooner than I want to grab one of those guys. But that's why we mock to, to know when we're going to have to jump. Because I really don't want to jump for one of those guys right there. Usually, no matter what, I'm taking three quarterbacks in my first six picks. Just out of pure necessity. Yeah. Hey, getting Kamara that late. Oh, it's an auto. I thought that was someone that actually grabbed him, but. I was going to reach on Kamara there if he was still there just because, hey, if he only misses six games, I'm willing to take that hit for someone for someone that valuable. Man, this one's kind of tough here. Go Jacobs. This is someone that's been going higher in my book. I'm kind of getting a little higher on Akers. Yeah. In the past, in the past couple weeks. Yeah. Mainly because that it hit me that they gave the keys to him off of a torn Achilles on a short season in the playoffs. Like I feel like they wouldn't have done that if they didn't think he was going to be their guy going forward. Yeah, and I guess my reason for even being a little hesitant on him is I mean, he just keeps getting hurt. I mean, that, that's kind of been his M.O. is not being able to stay healthy. I'm sure I'm going to have him in one or two of these best ball tournaments because he's going so late that got to take a flyer on a guy like that at least. And Clark said, don't scoff at golf. <laughs> Ooh, Ghost Monkey with the double tight end. I like it. So getting Kittle and Waller in the 6-7 turn, crazy how they fell that far. That was good value, too. Because really, if I don't get one of the top three tight ends, I'm just waiting for, like, best value I can get. For sure. Dang, Antonio, going to pick it already? He's desperate. <laughs> I mean, no reason to be desperate with Burrow and Rodgers as your... As your one, he just two. keeps falling to me. So as every time he falls to me, I'm gonna take it. Yeah, not too bad in the seventh. Hmm. You got Dylan. You got Jacobs. You got Cup. And you got Diggs. Which room are you trying to add to? 
Um, yeah, I'm going to go Judy here. Because he's usually going a lot, um, a little bit higher than seventh. So, and Clark said nobody left at QB. I know. That's why I haven't gone for another one. It's like every time I look at it, I'm like, fuck, this is like way too early for a guy like this. And Ron said would not have made it past me. Yeah. TJ. Okay, I like these 30 second clocks. It makes you no thinking, no room to think, no time to think. Yeah, you got to just make it happen. Like th- this is the only way to mock. I, I don't even want to do like min- like if I'm doing a mock draft, I'm only gonna do thirty second picks because it it's just it's making our brains work faster. And then when we got like minute picks or two minute picks, I mean it's gonna make it to where that's that minute or two minutes just seems like forever. There you go. And Ron, I didn't even notice Ron stacked up four QBs right off the bat. Um, Ken Walker, like at the end of the seventh, not too shabby. But there yeah, goes gotcha. Mitchell. Mm-hmm. End of the seventh, not bad. I'm just so off the Mitchell train. Robinson. Hey, Rob gone. Damn. Marquise gone. Oh, here we go. This picks a flying. London. By the auto. I like Stadavelli's team. I mean, QBs waited on those QBs, but fuck. I mean, that's that's crazy. Taylor, Harris, Debo, Keenan Allen, Deontay Johnson. It's pretty nasty on the uh on the skill positions there. Tua and Wentz got some room for upside, but he's a little stuck like- right there. He doesn't know where to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alan Schultz is a good pick there in the eighth. One of these guys is going to make it to me, and I'm, I'm telling you. Ooh. I don't know if it's the IDP rankings or. Yeah, because that's what's that crazy. That was one of the guys that wasn't going to, that I thought was going to make it to me. But the other one that is just ranked phenomenally low and should went after Judy. So yeah. It's just, I don't know. I just don't think in any draft that sudden, I guess it's because Judy's younger, or I really don't know. What's justifiable by Judy going in front of Sutton? I mean, just more hype on Judy. I wanted to say it, but then I I wanted to be like, "How Sutton's still there?" But then someone would have taken him, so I'm not trying to give (laughs) not trying to give away what is happening. Oh, and for everyone watching right now, I got a, I got a new outro for the live stream, so make sure you stick around all the way to the end so you get to uh, check out the new outro. Man, crazy wide receiver run right there. Yeah. That's why I needed to dip right back in. Yeah. Once I saw that Allen Robinson went at the top, I was like, they're all about to start flying. Yeah, that was nine wide receivers in that round. Everyone's trying to secure their... Well, shit, for guys like Anthony, that was his first wide receiver. For Ron, same thing. First wide receiver grab. The most volatile receiver that exists is his first receiver. Yeah. I like it, though. Got to get ballsy sometimes. He went quarterback heavy, went with the stack with Kelsey. Yeah, and Clark said, uh, A-Rob Stafford stack, I like it. And Emil said, I like Sutton this year, good pick. Yeah, Sutton is uh, he's going to be solid this year. 
Mm, where do I even go with this? It's funny how Watson, like if it's just an auto-drafted team, Watson's always the first uh, QB drafted. <laughs> Uh, you know what? Just because I know he won't make it past Ron in the ninth and the tenth, let's just grab Goddard in the mid ninth. Yes, before TJ. Oh, this is where all the tight ends are going to start going. Maybe. Yeah. Fuck TJ Hawkinson. I'm off that train. <laughs> Forever and ever, I'm with you. Yeah, dude. Like <clears throat> everyone's remembering my... for him last year and bit me in the ass. Yeah, and um. It wasn't even because he was hurt the whole time. Like, it was better for us in fantasy when he got hurt. And then we were just like, all right, we don't need to use him. But Hey, and I like that Olave pick right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we still got uh, Michael Thomas out there. I'm always curious. And now that I say his name, maybe he'll get drafted. But always curious how far those two go apart. Because, like, I would really be trying to stack up both those guys. Just get them. If you're going to go for one of them, just really try to get both on the same squad. Single Terry, I like it. He's someone that I like getting in those double digit rounds. So, how close are you getting to getting your first defensive guy? Because I know there's, I know there has to be people like this in this tournament like me that aren't that experienced in the IDP. Yeah. I mean, I am experienced and I'm just going to wait because we only need to have two starters. So, Really, when it like probably like the between the 11th and the 13th is when I'm going to start cracking it off. But I'll never have a Parsons or a TJ Watt. You know, I mean, those guys are just going to be gone. What up, Devin? Silly white boy in the building. He said, what type of players are better for best ball? Haven't tried it yet. Well, guys who are like super high ceiling guys with like no floor, the boomer bust guys, you know, like Tyler Lockett, you know, is like a perfect example of like a, a best ball guy. Um Miles Sanders, you know, we talk about him. Guys who you don't really know when to start them, and, uh, but you know they're going to have some good games. And also just like stacking up players, you know, maybe uh, um, what's it called? Like getting uh, who's some that we said, like a Nick Chubb and like a Kareem Hunt. You know, you stack up the whole backfield there. Uh, maybe. Go ahead. I think the best players to go for in best ball are the people you're talking about, like the people that – you don't know when to play them. So those are the guys you want to shoot for. But another, the other type of players you want to go for are the players that have definite floors that are going to be anchors on your team. And then you want to stack your team with players that are like that, like Mike Williams, like Devin Singletary, like Sanders, like people that you don't know when to play. Like I just got Adam Thielen right there. He's a perfect best ball player because – Dude could have like shitty stats in one game, or he could go for like fifty yards and two touchdowns in the same in another game. And you don't have to make the choice of when to start him. If you hit on running backs, your best ball team is going to be good. It's just, it's splash, undeniable. Play. splash plays are best for best ball. Hell yeah, those real boom bust players. And Anthony said, uh, I don't know about Thomas or Godwin, not worth the capital, especially Thomas. Then maybe if he was walking back, 
into Drew and Peyton, but Winston, yeah, Winston doesn't throw slants. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out on Thomas, but I feel like the stock's at an all-time low for Godwin, so I'm kind of in. If he would have fell another round, then I would have grabbed him because I'm willing to wait because he's an out a maximum a maximum of six games. And, and like Mike, Michael Thomas is, I mean, he's pretty much going as a bench player, you know. So you're talking about grabbing him as maybe one of your first or second like bench players. So if I have to draft him as a starter, I'm totally out on that too. Um, we'll see how low he actually drops. And now that we're talking about him, he's probably going to go. But if I can get him in like the 12th round, 13th round, because he just keeps slipping because everyone hates him, I think that's good value. Yeah, Anthony said Godwin's least coming back to Brady and a high-powered offense, but even sounds like he might not be back until November or December. Yeah, that's the thing that sucks is like, we don't know how long he's going to be out because that injury came late in the season and we don't know if he's going to start the year on the pup, but it, uh, it sounds like that's where he's probably heading. Let's see it. Man, Antonio is going wide receiver crazy in his last three rounds. Hey, just right next to Anthony too. He's going a bunch of high upside don't know what's going to happen, guys. Yeah. And that's like kind of perfect for best ball. <laughs> There's not really a lot of wide receivers that I want to take cracks on right here. And that's where I'm trying to go. So I think I'm just going to take one that I'm probably just going to go Kirk because I think he's has a chance of being number one, obviously, because who else is going to be? <laughs> Yeah, I'm locking Mayfield. Um, if I can get to the 10th round and a guy like him is still around, I'll take the shot. Especially because QBs went so damn early. It was like you had to jump like crazy. Or, yeah, really, that was the only option. You, <laughs> you had to jump like crazy. I think I'm going to see how it looks. I'm going to try to take a zero tight end approach to this. See how, yeah. I mean, you don't see how it works out. Well, that's the thing that's cool about this is you don't need to start a tight end. So it's all really doesn't matter. Like if you don't get a tight end, it doesn't affect your team at all. Yeah. Right now I'm really liking Stadavelli's team. He has those two anchors uh, running back with Taylor and Najee and then a bunch of crazy receivers and Samuel Allen and Johnson. And then yeah. two best ball backs that are perfect for this Harrison Pollard. Yeah. Let's see. I wonder, is he drafting eighth in this draft? Dang it. He is drafting eighth in this draft on Sunday. That's a good spot. Taylor's probably going to fall there almost every time. Fuck that. It is not going to fall to Stadivelli at the eighth spot. <laughs> Are I'm you going to take him? No, I'm probably not. But hopefully <laughs> someone else takes him so he doesn't fall that far. Because, yeah, that kind of that just like fell into his lap nicely. Everything just kind of fell to him. I mean, two and Wentz. Obviously not the best, but good value on everybody else. There's only three players I'm thinking about taking in the first round. That's not a quarterback, and that's Cup, Taylor, and Jefferson, and that's it. And I have to be, like, after the eighth or ninth pick. Yeah. And uh, Antonio said, forgive my grade for uh, uh, for company over, yeah, not really paying attention to the draft. No worries, dude. And Clark said, no way, Taylor's falling to eight. It depends on how QB crazy people get. That, that's what that's going to come down to. 
never know. I might take it. Might take that chance. Yeah. Damn, Yoke Frogger is getting some dope IDP guys over there. Yeah, and there's still like, and so many IDPs haven't gone. It's just like making me like, okay, I can keep waiting. Ooh, nice pick, Stadavelli. I was eyeing him with the next pick. Damian Pierce. I'll take a perfect best ball guy right here. Let's lock in Rashad Penny. Oh, I thought you were going to take mine because I think my guy is a perfect best ball guy too. And Michael Carter. Yeah. If Zach Wilson could throw to the running back, I mean, he'd probably be better. They need White Mike back to, like, teach him how to do it. Just waiting for next year for those live Vegas drafts. Yeah, might have to take a little. Might have to take a little plane ride. And Clark said, "LOL, Penny is not a thing, bro. I got him in the twelfth round. He's a bench player for me right now. Like he is a good best ball guy. Because if he gets hurt, I don't care. It's just one of my bench guys. If he has any shades of what we saw last year in the playoffs, watch out. Wouldn't it's probably not going to last long." That's even more of a reason why he's there for best ball. Yeah, Vegas drafts are gonna be dope. We we still might get a we still might get a Vegas draft this year. Not gonna be for the best ball tournament, obviously, but that is uh we still might get a Vegas draft this year sometime in August. Oh yeah. And Clark said, "Penny worth half a penny." <laughs> no, I know, man. I got him in the twelfth round. I didn't draft him early. <laughs> yeah, because he he's not he's not worth anything really. But if you had him last year in the playoffs, everyone who was talking shit about him, there was someone who had him who was probably laughing all the way to the bank. Because I was hating on Penny like crazy last year, too. And I still had him in one league, and he did help me get one championship out of my six last year. Uh-oh, I don't see Anthony's green dot. Dead, I'm out. <laughs> oh, there he is. There he is. Right in time. Lock it in. He locked it in. <laughs> You know, yeah, like the same thing with what I was saying about Godwin earlier. Is I'm willing to wait on Jameson too. Just let him stash on my bench for a little bit. Yeah, potential upside. Yeah, I think you can have a really good second half of the season. That's it's pretty it's pretty tradition for a rookie receiver to come on in the second half of the season. Oh yeah, for sure. And uh, I'm locking Watson there because I definitely want to have one or two of these rookie wide receivers just spread out across. I mean, it was a Monroe St. Brown last year that that was the deciding factor for the guy who won the whole championship and uh nobody else had him in uh, in the final week out of the final 15 teams. I want to say I don't remember what year it was exactly when Odell was a rookie, but I think it was 2017 or 16. No, it may have been 15. No, I think it was like 14 or 15. And and I drafted Odell initially, like not knowing who he was at all. Like, yeah, I was fourteen. I was I was a youngin back then, and I dropped him halfway through the year because he was injured. And someone else picked him up, 
And he ended up winning the championship because he picked up Odell off the waiver, and he had that insane second half of his rookie season. Yeah, that was one of the worst drops I ever made because I picked up Odell and then like had him for like two weeks and then dropped him right before his magical run. And I don't even remember who I dropped him for, but he was just like last guy on my bench. Yep, and did not win the championship that year. And then just that move like destroyed. I was only in four leagues back then. And uh, I made the championship in three leagues. And then the league that I dropped Odell in, I lost first round of the playoffs. So that one was just like all bad all around. That's Ron drafting at the 11? Ron's drafting at the 11, yeah. Yeah, I like that pick right there with Woods. And Anthony Not said that he has a high ceiling as uh, evidenced by the latter half of last season. He'll be great for best ball. Yeah, especially if you're not drafting him hella early. No competition in Tennessee. Yeah, there's Traylon Burks, but he's still coming on. Like Robert Woods, he's a vet. He's going he's gonna to demand targets. Yeah. Robert Woods is good value where he's going. Just like to take shots at a whole bunch of guys that have upside. Mm-hmm. Like they say, you're not looking for you're not looking to draft draft Cooper Cup. You're looking to draft the next Cooper Cup. <laughs> Where are you going right here? I'm not sure. You know what? I don't have any brand, uh, any uh, Bengals wide receivers, but I'm locking Tyler Boyd because if anything happens to any one of those, he's going to have some big games. I'm going to try to lock in the Rams backfield. Grabbed Akers earlier, and hey, Henderson, he was, he was pretty good when Akers was out last year. Yeah, if I got Akers, I'm I'm making it a point to get Henderson just in case. Got to hedge those bets. Especially since Akers is my most injury-prone back. Yep, never know what's going to happen. All right, anyone who's doing Super Draft Pro still... Um, the email came out with all the uh, lineup suggestions and stuff. So get those in starts pretty soon. Starts in like two hours or a little bit less. It's uh, MMA Saturdays. And uh, Clark said, I like Boyd had him uh, coming up on the queue. I like it. Well, I like that. I got him before you had a chance to, you got Lazard though. I was going to stack up Watson and Lazard if I could, but uh, you snatched him up before I could. So that's why I went Boyd. And Antonio said, oops, I needed more time. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's really that that's a stack that I'm really trying to get a lot of is the Watson and Lazard. And because you can get them so late. Yeah. Yeah, I still haven't even had to dip into uh to IDP yet. I, I was just about to say the same. I'm Trying to look here, see what linebackers are left. Like, I wait because I know about guys that I can wait for who are still going to be there. Don't just wait because you don't think it makes a difference to your team. Because it definitely does. 
I think it would be uh, pretty tough to win with two scrubby IDP guys. But I think that everybody, even if you wait a hell of a long time, could still be able to get two uh, super solid IDP guys. Yeah, I think right here I want to lock up my first IDP guy. Patrick Queen. Nice. I'm going to do the same. Devondre Campbell. If I can get Devondre Campbell in the 15th round, I will be extra excited about that. Patrick Queen looked a little intriguing because I grabbed Lamar in the first. I mean, that's not going to make a difference. I mean, unless it's not going to make a difference, but unless you're trying to stack up like Ravens players or something specifically. But yeah, it's not going to make a difference, but I know Patrick Queen's an up-and-coming, potentially star young linebacker. Oh, he's, he's definitely a stud and uh, could be looking at a third-year breakout from him. I feel like that third year is just, if you're not a running back, that third year is just the year for a lot of players to just come out of their shell and have some of the best seasons they're probably going to have. Yeah. I know that's for sure the case for wide receivers. Not, well, I mean, not for Jefferson and Jamar Chase. They're they're insane. Just what we saw the past two years from rookie wide receivers, I feel like couldn't have asked for anything better. Yeah. And Antonio said, I like my IDP at least. Yeah, dude, because you got fucking Brooks and CJ Mosley, bro. That's nasty right there. But yeah, as long as I can come out of, uh, as long as I can come out of the draft with like five or six like solid IDP players, I'll be feeling good. Let's see what Clark's gonna do now. Yeah, Clark's only got one IDP guy as of now. A dope one though, Eric Hendricks. And sorry, podcast people, that we haven't been reading out the uh, haven't been reading out the whole list of everybody. Doing a really bad job at that today, but uh, make sure you check it out on YouTube. <laughs> and uh, we're gonna go through some grades at the end, so you will be able to hear how some teams shaped out. Yeah, some teams looking really strong. A couple of them. And Clark said, yeah, I need another IDP guy. Yeah, for sure. And I'm still going to be able I, I just wanted to lock in uh, my top one right off the bat. And a lot of directions that I could go here. Huh. But now I'm on the clock, so now there's not that many directions I can go. <laughs> uh... What round are we in? 16. You know, let's lock in Parker. And yeah, I'm already looking. I already have. I mean, because Cowboys play in a crappy division, so they have a lot of, like, last year I want to say the point differential between them and the division opponents was absurd. Like, ridiculously absurd. Yeah. And having Tolbert, having Zeke, having Lamb, all at pretty good values. I'm just going to really squeeze all the points I can out of those matchups. Definitely. 
Yeah, we're getting down to uh, the nitty-gritty here. Yeah, I like that Tim Patrick pick late and that Rondell Moore pick. See, look, yeah. I like that he waited on wide receiver. He's still got amazing values. It's a bunch of good best ball plays. And damn it, Ghost Monkey, fucking Nick. Taking all the dope IDP players over there, grabbing Winfield and Logan Wilson back to back. Two guys that I was hoping would fall farther and uh, just didn't think they would both get taken before my next pick. And just one person happened to take them. Yeah, still a lot of good IDP players out there. Hmm, where do we go here? Just realized okay. there's only like three rounds left after this. No, or, we go all the way. Yeah, it goes all the way at 26. I'm going to scroll the page up here in a oh, second. Oh, okay, my bad, my bad. Yeah, let's see. Here we go. Yeah, I like that Devontae Parker pick. Yeah. That Mark Ingram pick's a good pick this late, too, because he's going to get the bulk of the carries while Kamara's out. So you're going to have him on a lock for the first six weeks, and then he might waste away on your bench, but that's the thing about best ball. You might only need a player for one week, Yeah, that might be good enough. Yeah, definitely. And uh, I didn't get Kamara earlier in the draft, but, I mean, if somehow I ended up getting Kamara, like, it's like a must. You need to grab mark ingram if you have kamara and that that one's the auto picked uh team so you know his whole team's fucked anyways hopefully yeah, people are wa- hopefully people are watching this and uh realize that auto picking would not be the way to go unless you like have your own queue set up <laughs> yeah unless you want to end up with deshaun watson as your only QB on your team. <laughs> yeah, but I think Sunday's going to be fun. Everybody's going to be there. Nobody's going to want a shitty team. <laughs> Nobody's oh, gonna yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Every, everyone, well, and seeing, so there may be, yeah, actually, no, 100% of the people are going to be there because even uh, the only guy who I was a little iffy on because he works crazy-ass hours, he because uh, he even said in one of the drafts he would, like, auto-pick if, uh, you know, if it just came down to him being the only person. But, um. That's why we're starting it a little bit later than we had planned initially. So he it's uh, when he gets off of work, so he won't have any auto picks in there. And yeah, not sure how many people are going to come on live with us, but uh, it's going to be a lit smoke session. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely got to smoke a lot during these drafts. And... Uh, yeah, I've done so many of these mocks that I'm ready. We'll see what changes because a lot's going to change, I'm sure. Sir Bong's a lot in the building. Yeah, so that's this Sunday. Um, that's going to be the first real draft that's happening out of this best ball tourney. There is uh, 21 divisions, 20 of the divisions out of 21 are slow drafts. This is going to be the only fast draft this year. Next year, things are going to be changing because 
I know there's others who want to fast draft. Sunday night chill sesh. Yeah, and we're going to do a... Yeah, because maybe, I mean, shit, um, just because of the timing and everything, we could even do it to where we knocked out, like, um, like I'm, I'm talking next year at this point, but uh, knock out, like, two of the of the division drafts, you know, in one day, like, back-to-back drafts or something. Oh, yeah. All right, let's lock in Bobby Okariki. Time just can't just crept up on me there. And uh, silly white boy said, still any spots available? No, only going to be if people flake on the money. Cause uh, tomorrow's like the last day to pay that I gave um, everybody a deadline. So if there is any, any spots available, I'll let you know. But uh, yeah, this, this filled up a little bit ago. All right. Let's heat this dab up. It's getting rolling. I wouldn't be mad at this team. I'm not in love with it, but uh, I don't. I don't hate it. Yeah, I'm. I'm iffy about my team. I'm always iffy about my teams. But the one thing I do know, there's only three guys, uh, or well, four of us in this draft who are going to be in the the draft tomorrow. So, it's got, like a lot of these people who are in here, they've been mocking with us on the regular. So people kind of know who others are going to take and shit like that. Like we're not going to be dealing with that all draft uh, tomorrow. Sure, we're going to be drafting like this back to back. You're going to be sniping me. I'm going to be sniping you. Potentially, maybe, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, we go after different players though. So that's one thing that I like about drafting like back to back with you. We just have different, uh, different philosophies on certain things. I like it. Sweet. Got Josh Jacobs nice and early. Get Zamir White nice and late. I I wanted Van Jefferson to follow me. Oh, shit, and he gets taken one pick in front of you. (laughs) I think, I mean, last year he caught a quiet, he caught a quiet 800 yards. Nobody talked about it because Cooper Cup was so... Well, because I mean, there wasn't too many games where he was like flex worthy, you know, a couple, yeah. a, a couple there was. And uh, fourth and flex, what up, homie? Said, yeah. It's boy. just one of those seasons that you Gosh, look behind and you look back and like that happened. Like, I don't remember that. Because yeah. usually when a receiver catches 800 yards, like, well, 800 that's, a good, yards that's a good number two receiver, low end number two. Nah, hell no. Number not, three receiver. not now, not with 17 games. I mean, there's number two receivers that are putting up 900, 1,000 yards. You know, look at T. Higgins, like, out there. Like, I know he's one of the best, like, number twos around. Yeah, but, but... T. Higgins is going as a one right now. Well, I mean, as a top 12 receiver. Uh, well, I mean, I'd, I'd say he's fringe top 12 because I've seen him go out of the top 12 regularly. Also, he's like bunched up with a couple of those, like those five, six guys who like anybody could go as like the number 12. Um, but that, that's what he's we're like seeing, a, though. He's a three or a four. What I said, he's like a three or a four, but he had like usually, like, if a what up, Chris? That catches 300 yards, catches a good amount of touchdowns, then that's a wide receiver two season, but he just didn't have the touchdowns. Well, he goes all those ones to Cooper Cup. 
that's what it is. Like, yeah, he if he threw up, you know, anywhere close. I mean, because what did he have last year? And he only had like two touchdowns. I think I'm gonna go check that. But yeah, I think it was like three touchdowns max. Yeah, he didn't have shit. He had like, like two touchdowns, three max. Yeah, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go check that because I am curious if he broke. Uh, because I think he got two. But maybe it's also just because like, like Robert Woods ended up getting hurt, and Robert Woods was also just like a shell of himself. Honestly, with Matthew Stafford, like for some reason they just didn't connect that well. <coughs> Go with Alberto, nice and late. And uh, fourth and flex said, "You think Higgins is better than Boyd?" Said, "Man, I like Boyd. Hell, well, yeah. I mean, I think Boyd would be a number two on any other team. Yeah, yeah. that's why Boyd I is that. I always said that Boyd was Boyd was the Higgins to Jamar before Jamar got there. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, that they have like the dopest uh, the dopest trio of wide receivers in the league for sure. If Jamar wasn't there, they still could have been explosive. Not that explosive, but they still could have been an explosive offense. Yeah, because just." Oh shit! Yeah, so T. Higgins. I mean, Van Jefferson was super quiet last year. He had six. That's what I'm saying. He he, he, he still wasn't shit though. Like I mean, I I don't know. I mean, 800 yards and six TDs. That's that's a quiet. That's a sleepy good season. I mean, I'm not saying it's not sleepy and, and it's not sneaky uh, good. But let's see, like that's like what Schultz had. Schultz had like 800. Yeah, yards but it's different when you're a tight end because you're going amongst the tight ends, <laughs> not yeah. the other wide receivers. Let me let's see. No, like, I'm saying in best ball, that's a play. That's a that's a snatch. Well, that's because, a floor. That's a floor, though. I mean, if you get guys who get hurt, but let, let's see. No, I'm saying that's that's a snatch for a late round guy because you never know when you're gonna have to play him. Yeah. So I mean, he had one game over 20 points. So it was just spread. He was just consistent. Consistently, yeah, he, he had <laughs> one, two. Three, four games over 15 points. Like that was it, you know? And then one of those was the 21. So that, and then, yeah, I mean, most games he was below 10. He had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight games below 10 points. Or wait, nine. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah, nine, nine games out of the 18. Jimmy G that late, just like you waited on Baker Mayfield, is a steal. Yeah, for sure. I yeah, just I don't mean, know how. I just don't know how a team that really needs a quarterback doesn't snap snatch up Jimmy G. Yeah. Or maybe you think you think he just wants to go to a winning situation. Like it's not about just going. No, it's because he's hurt. Right. It's because he's hurt right now. Yeah, I know that he's hurt, but like you think it's just like. He doesn't get to choose, he doesn't get to choose anything. Like anyone who thinks that he has any say so of what's happening, he doesn't. Like if he wasn't hurt and he would have got traded before free agency opened, then he had a no trade clause in his uh, contract. But once free agency opened, that's when his no trade clause like went out the window. So yeah, he just I mean he's gonna go to a team that needs a QB, but yeah, it's not gonna be to a contender. Because no backup, nobody's going to want him as a backup. Way too much money. For sure. 
But uh, yeah, it really needs to be him and Baker. I mean, I don't think that Carolina is going to trade for a QB. I really don't. So that's why I'm, I'm wondering, like, if Baker ends up going to Seattle, where does that leave Jimmy? Because I really, I really don't think that they're going to make a move for a QB. I think they're rolling Sam Darnold. Because until he got hurt, he was looking solid. Then he gets hurt, and then everything got fucked. True. Sneak like the sneakiest rushing upside in NFL history. Out of nowhere, the first three games, five rushing touchdowns. Everybody was going nuts. I was like, bro, what's going on? Yeah, it was. Just... And then everything came back, and I was like, okay, this is normal. <laughs> You know what? I'll take a tight end. I said I wasn't, but I changed my mind. That'll be my sole tight end. Flex said Jimmy G to Carolina. Darnold started fast and died slow. Yeah. I mean, it was because he got hurt. I mean, that's what happened. He got hurt and then got hurt again and then ended up missing games. Honestly, I thought thought Pittsburgh should have picked up Jimmy G. In my honest opinion, I felt like that would have been like you pick up Jimmy G and then you sit Kenny Pickett behind someone that's won in that's the league just, before. Yeah. And Jimmy G with Mike Tomlin, they'd win a lot of football games. I thought that was like the perfect position and Pittsburgh should have pulled the trigger, but because they could have been a good team with Jimmy G, in my opinion. Like yeah. they had the star running back, they have the receivers. They have the defense for sure. Yeah. I know I just don't think Kenny Pickett's it, and I definitely don't think Mitch is it. Mitch might be it for this season. Might win them eight games. Maybe nine. And Anthony said, I didn't necessarily need another QB. Just thought Jimmy G was good value this late in the draft. Because, I mean, yeah, if he ends up turning into something, it's going to be a good late pick. And Josh said, I agree. Uh, Pittsburgh would have been solid. Yeah, and then they made the move for Pickett. Facts. That was an all-time fumble because they really could have won, like, 10, 11, 12 games. They just don't. They just never fucking do that. Like, that's the thing. Um yeah, Steelers are just crazy like that. Like they either got they they got to breed their QB. Like I'm even saying that Steelers would have been like dark horse Super Bowl contenders with Jimmy G at quarterback. Oh, like their I mean, team, maybe their 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 supporting cast is that good. It is. It really yeah. is. Like everything else around the quarterback is that good. Yeah, I mean, true. They just need someone that can run the system, and they have a good enough coach to carry them there. Yeah, I mean, maybe. I mean, if we were talking about Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson before they got, you know, before things happened over there, like, I'd be on board with that. I don't know about Jimmy, though. What does Bogart think? (laughs) (laughs) He said Matt Canada sucks. (laughs) And uh, he says, I'm on record for saying the the Steelers were going to trade for Jimmy, but I don't know where he pops up. Uh, needing the shoulder surgery fucked everything up. Yeah. Yep. And Antonio said, what up? Bogart in the building. The party has started now. 
Yeah. Jimmy G getting hurt just totally fucked everything up. <laughs> he did it on purpose. I still need some more IDP guys in here. Let's see how many last. Yeah, I'm looking at like one or two more at least. How many do you got right now? I got three. Yeah, I only have two. Pushed it off like crazy. But there's still a lot of low-hanging fruit out there of guys that I like. Khalil Mack. Yeah, ever since I talked about Clark, he beefed up his IDP players now. <laughs> Yeah, instead of Ellie getting Denzel Perryman hella late. Bradley Chubb's still out there. He could have a splash this season. Yeah. I mean, he's just, he's not the type of guy that I'm really trying to go for in uh, this type of league. Really, no D line. So, I'm not that experienced in basketball, so I asked, like, how's, how's Judon in IDP? He's good in IDP. I mean, in, in this format, though, when we're only playing flexes, I'm just going to go for the guys who have like really high floors as well as high ceilings, not the guys who have like high ceilings, but like no floor. Let's lock in Jerome Baker. Cause I know a bunch of people know that I like him, and I know uh, other people snatched him from me earlier in other mock drafts. Yeah, I think I might have to go all IDP with my next uh, two picks here. Yeah, Devin Bush, nice one. Demario Davis, nice one. Two of the guys who are in my queue. Let's see. Damn it, I'm going to have to add some more guys to the queue here. <laughs> hey, with IDP guys, I mean, yeah, I see if I see a team I like and I see a linebacker I like, that's my guy. <laughs> there we go. I'm going to take the season to sit back and learn more about a lot of things, honestly. I already said that I was going to be trying to get more into college football because I want to be more in tone with the rookies that are coming in. But yeah. it's kind of a heavy commitment because there's so many colleges out there. Hell yeah. Like, I don't think I could ever play college fantasy or anything, but I like watching the games when I'm bored. Yeah, I can't really. And maybe it is because uh, there's no fantasy, but I, I can't get into the games. Like, it'll be something that'll just be, like, on in the background. And I loved, I loved the NFL before. Fantasy football. Fantasy football just makes me love it more. Yeah. It's just with college football, like, there's it's not the same. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. And uh, Bogart said, Antonio, this may be the party, but it's also a declaration of war against the entire fantasy universe. <laughs> so Is Bogart going to be there Sunday night to grade some teams, some real uh, teams? I don't know. I mean, I'll, I'll send some him some real the feelings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's see. So I got six IDP guys in my queue. Let's see how many can make it through my next two picks. Let's see it. 
lock in Singleton. He should be a beast over there with Denver. Tackling machine. <coughs> and I wonder if uh, John, the number seven team, I wonder if he uh, was setting his cue because I know he's been popping in and out. Hey, that's the way to roll. At least you're going to get players you kind of like at the yeah. very least. Coming up in the last round for everybody listening. There we go. Round 26. Yeah. Damn it, I got to set my damn Super Draft Pro lineups. Almost done with this, though. Yeah, this would be tough because I have a bunch of guys here. Got to choose between one. Yeah, I know. All right, let's lock in Quay Walker then. Lock in Hamler there. Nice. Never know what that offense is going to be. Right. Yeah, he's someone I like throwing in at the end of uh, throwing in at the end of these drafts. Because when healthy, he's always looking nice. It's the just being healthy part. All right, and if you want to, if you want to grade, make sure you throw it in there. Just leave a comment. Have I'm time set- to do about four grades, five grades. Perfect. Setting the Super Draft Pro lineups right now. I'll be ready to go. Right. Have a pick on a underdog Superflex draft right now. Nice. And uh, Bogart said, Crispy, I know you're watching. I sent you a trade offer in League 16. You're on the clock. <laughs> Bogart, you're always making moves, man. Always making moves. That's how you win. Maybe. I mean, making moves, yes. But uh, he sends so many trades. Sometimes I know that it shoots him, <laughs> shoots himself in the foot, and uh, then he has to make <laughs> trades to dig himself out of a hole that he dug him into. Like last year in one league that he won a championship in and beat me. The first trade he makes of the season is trading away uh, Najee Harris for CMC. Just that one trade alone, he doesn't make that. That probably makes his championship run even easier. All right. Here we go. Let's see. Who was first? And Ron said, yeah, give me my C. <laughs> well, that's wishful thinking, isn't it, Ron? All right, let's see. So he's got Murray, Wilson, Pitts, Swift, uh, Zach Wilson. So he's got the Russ Wilson and Zach Wilson. Then got Davis Mills, Ken Walker, Marquise Brown, Miles Sanders, Hunter Renfro, Melvin Gordon, Ramondre Stevenson, Foy, Olacoon. Robert Woods, Blake Martinez, Jarvis Landry, Gus Edwards, Devin Duvernay, Amari Rogers, Kaiser White, Cameron Brait, Kyle Duggar, 
Brian Edwards, Levante David, Hassan Reddick, and Sterling uh, she uh, Shepard. Let's go back to the top. Murray Wilson hits with I'm going to give this one a C minus. I really don't like the wide receiver uh, makeup here. And I don't like either. I don't I'm like really not just, a... trusting just Swift to carry your running backs. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I'm not in love with the running backs either. I mean, yeah, the uh, the QBs, I mean, I, I love them because you got four in like the first like six rounds. You know, it's fucking awesome. But it's, And it's like, yes, Pitts is intriguing and he's an amazing young tight end. But you don't need a tight end in this league. So wouldn't you much rather have a talent that's for sure more likely to have a game that they're going to pop off in every other weekend, unlike Pitts, that I mean, Marcus Mariota as a quarterback? Yeah, I mean, in the tight end premium, I'm not mad at that, getting that at the end of the fourth. But, uh, yeah, this is going to be a C- minus for me. Bogard gives it a D plus. Yeah, Ron, <laughs> um, you just went too crazy on the, uh, on the QBs, not saying you didn't do the right thing getting the – getting the third one, but yeah, maybe that's what uh, kind of messed things up a little bit. Yeah, and, and Ron said, no, double points on catches. That's what he does. Yeah, for sure. That's why I'm not mad at that pick. <laughs> and Ron said, I heard A-. minus." <laughs> all right, let's see. Who is next? Who is next? All of the run, all of all right, Clark said I'll take a grade. There we go. Clark out of the 12 spot. So he's going to be drafting with us tomorrow. He went Eckler, Stafford, Jones, Mike Evans, McLaurin, Goff, Mitchell, Allen Robinson, Singletary, Juju, Gasicki, Corduroy, Pimpin, Eric Kendricks, Allen Lazard, Naheem Hines, Jacoby Myers, Jamal Williams, Cole Holcomb, Von Miller, Double Barrel Daryl, Tyler Higby, Odell Beckham, uh, Khalil Mack. Kendrick Bourne, um, Quintez Cephas, and then Chris Carson. A little late throwing there. Chris Carson, I like it. You never know. Yeah. Might be done for, but if he plays, for some reason, Pete Carroll has some infatuation with yeah, he loves Chris them. Carson. Yeah, so he'll get touches. Yeah. I like his squad. I like his receivers. I think he's pretty strong there, especially getting Lazar that late to solidify, like, the potential three number ones he's going to have and still having A-Rob and then maybe another potential fourth number one in Juju. Don't really know what's going to happen there. Yeah. Um, yeah. He, he took the hero RB approach early and then a bunch of dead zone backs. Yep. Like the Evans pick. Not in love with the Mac Jones pick, but he needed a second quarterback, so... Yeah, I mean, I, I like this one. I'm going to give this one a B- minus just for the whole makeup. I mean, I did I, I did mention that uh, I would have probably taken someone different over Mac Jones there just because, <clears throat> I mean, he, he's going to be real consistent, but I guess the ceiling, there's a couple other guys who I would have just rather taken in front of him, but it's kind of nitpicking. Um, I like everything that you did for the most part. All right. Let's get a stat of Ellie Gray in if nobody else has put another name in. We, we've we got it. I'm just going to go in order. Let's see. <clears throat> just because I know we're drafting with him on Clark. Sunday. All right. We'll do it in <clears throat> real quick. 
he was the next one who asked. So we got Burrow, Rogers, Mixon, Higgins, Hall, DJ Moore, Pickett, Devonta Smith, Garrett Wilson, Mike Thomas, Jordan Brooks, CJ Mosley, Michael Gallup, Chase Young, Alec Pierce, Marlon Mack, uh, George Pickens, um, Hubbard, Van Jefferson. Oh, there's who sniped Van Jefferson from you. Curtis Samuel, Foreman, Tunyon, H- Hayden Hurst, Helmsley, Demario Davis, <laughs> Christian Kirksey, and then um, Westbrook, Ekine. I'm gonna give this one a C, and kind of. I mean, even, this would be a B minus if there was like another running back instead of Pickett. Um, yeah, I'm I mean, not in love with the Pickett pick. Nah, it's just way too high. Like that was one of the fuck up picks, like for sure for him. And then the only other complaint I have is I don't like the Wilson and Thomas back to back. Like maybe if he takes yeah. one of those and another receiver, you can trust more. Yeah, I like it more. Yeah. Yep, for sure. So not too shabby, Antonio, even though you weren't uh paying attention. Though. I'll give it a C plus because I like I like the Burrow and Roger stack. Yeah, the Bogey agrees, C plus. Same thing there. All right, let's see. Now who was next? There we go. Anthony was next. Here we go. And he's right next to Antonio. Went crazy with the QBs. I like it. Let's see how this shaped out. So Mahomes, Kelsey, Fields, Ryan, Aaron Jones, James Conner, Antonio Gibson, Mike Mike Williams, Gabe Davis, Tyler Lockett, Chase Claypool, Bobby Wagner, Derwin James, Isaiah Simmons, Rashad White, Nicole Hardman, Kenny Gainwell, Jordan Poyer, Joker from the Browns, Corey Davis, Jimmy G, Shaq Thompson, Evan Ingram, Will Fuller, Raheem Mostert, and Sony Michelle. Nice. So locking up a big portion of that Dolphins backfield there. So last time, last time I remember Anthony grabbed like, I don't remember who he grabbed. Maybe it was Lance or someone. Got a little bit shaky with his second QB. And I was like, you probably would have got a better grade and I would have liked it more if you if you're taking a, a shaky second QB, if you um, go a little bit higher on your third QB and like he was following the QB trends and then locked in Ryan right away. So I kind of like that wide receiver is a little bit shaky, but these are like pretty good, like best ball wide receivers though. Like especially when it gets down to me, and Corey Davis, those are both good best ball guys. Yeah. So there may be some weeks where those guys shit the bed and the team doesn't look too good, but, I think, like, you know, yeah, those, those six guys. Are gonna carry. Yeah. Because if Justin Fields pops off, it's because it's going to be because he has a big rushing week. Yeah. And and when Matt Ryan pops off, it's going to be because he had a big passing week. Yeah. So it's like you have the best of both worlds in your second quarterback in Mahomes. Yeah. He's going to do what he does with Kelsey. So, yeah, I like his squad. I'll give it a B minus. Yeah, I'm going to give this one a B plus. I like it. And, uh, if the wide receivers were a little bit better, it'd probably be more on the A range, but um, still think that this team could be nasty. All right, and then Stadavelli's next. We got – yeah, I don't like Stadavelli's team because it's looking too good. I don't want to see it <laughs> yeah. drafted like this out of the A spot on Sunday. But he got JT, Najee, Tua, Debo, Wentz, Keenan Allen, Deontay Johnson, Schultz, Damian Harris, Dawson Knox, Tony Pollard, Chase Edmonds, Sky Moore, Jeremy Chin, Max Crosby, uh, Mitch Trubisky, MVS, Zach Cunningham, Donovan Peoples-Jones, 
KJ Osborne, Denzel Perryman, Quinn, um, Quincy Williams, Kenyon Drake, uh, B. Robinson, uh, Miles Jack, and then what's Phillips' first name? And then Kyle Phillips for the Titans. You going first? I'm going to give him an A because when Deontay, when Deontay Johnson's your third receiver and you still got Jonathan Taylor and Najee Harris, like that's pretty nasty. Yeah. And he waited on quarterbacks and he still got, <clears throat> I think, <clears throat> true, that's an amazing team. Just, I don't like his quarterbacks, but Tua is still an upside play. No matter what people yeah. think, like he has Tyreek now and he has Jalen Waddle that did what he did last season. Yeah. And Carson uh, Wentz has, Carson Wentz has a floor and might not be that good of one, but he's he's going to finish as a top 17 quarterback. Yeah. Bogart gives it a B. I'm going to give it a B plus. I mean, if the QBs were any better, it'd probably be an A minus or an A team. I mean, that would shape up. I mean, how the first, like, you know, six, seven picks went. But, yeah, it's real nasty there and real, <laughs> real good depth on the running backs. Um, solid depth on the wide receiver, but it's so top heavy. You may not even need to play the bench that often here. And yeah, I mean, it's really just the QBs, but I like what you did because I'm, I mean, you pushed off getting the QB in the first two rounds for sure to lock up. I mean, at least in my opinion, the number one and two RBs this year. Who's next? Who's next? Yeah. I'll go next if nobody's next. Here we go. And uh, yeah, how many more minutes you got? I'm good. We can do like one or two more. Okay, cool. We'll do John and then we'll do yours. And all right, so John auto drafted uh, a couple picks in there, but I know he got back in. So he started <clears> off with uh, with Prescott, Adams, Hill, Barkley, Montgomery, Marcus Mariota, T.J. Watt, Roquan Smith, T.J. Hawkinson, Brandon Ayuk, Ertz, Damian Pierce, Aaron Donald, Alexander Madison, Noah Fant, Cole Komet, Johan Dotson. Uh, Hunter Henry, Jesse Bates, Josh Allen, Deion Jones, Drew Locke, Xavier McKinney, Justin Simmons, Sauce Gardner, and then Matt Breida. So for me, this is like a C team. Um, Marcus Mariota. Yeah, too, much, too much IDP for my unexperienced taste. Well, and I, I think that's uh, I, I think that was where he got a lot of um, what's it called? Um, auto just for the spots, though, just because one. there's only two flags. Two, three, four, five, six, seven. Well, I mean, seven would be my max. I'm, I'm going to have somewhere between five and seven on any of these teams. Just depends on who drops. So I'm not going to downgrade it um, because of that necessarily. But, yeah, that's a bunch. That's like the max. You got more than seven. That's probably way too many to have. But, yeah, it's a C for me because of uh, the second QB. I mean, Mariota. Yeah, I mean, I, I like Barkley and Montgomery, yeah, but, yeah, Pierce and Madison, you know, those are the only backups there. And, I mean, even Pierce for could the, emerge, but Madison's strictly a handcuff. If Cook's on the field, he's going to dominate. Yeah. Even though uh, Madison's super talented. If Hawkinson and Ertz, if they eat, you know, I mean, your flex spots are going to be kind of nice, but if they don't, I mean, the flex spots are going to be uh, are, are going to be really, really shaky on offense, that's for sure. But, um, I mean, some of it was an auto draft, and he was a little in and out. So it is what it is. Let's see. I give that a C minus. C C minus. Same. 
All right, let's see what AJ threw together. We got Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts, C.D. Lamb, Jameis Winston, Michael Pittman, Cam Akers, Zeke, Sutton, C.E.H., Cooks, Kirk, Michael Carter, Jameson Williams, uh, Daryl Henderson, Patrick Queen, Jalen Tolbert, Tremaine Edmonds, J.D. McKissick, Justin Ross, uh, Keontae Ingram, right? That's his first name. Yeah, Keontae Ingram. And where the hell did I leave off? Shaq Barrett, uh, Gerald Everett, Sammy Watkins, Devin Bush, Jalen Phillips, and then KJ Hamler. I'm going to give this one a B. And it's real. I mean, I like what you did, um, you know, hedging the bets with, uh, with Cam Akers and Daryl Henderson. If you had Tony Pollard, you know, that would have made it like an even nicer stack because I'm just so nervous about getting Zeke or Pollard without having the other in these best balls because it seems like it could be uh, so shaky. But love the QBs, love the wide receivers. I mean, super top-heavy. Your first four wide receivers are nasty, you know, and then you throw Kirk in there as like the fifth one and Jamison Williams. Yeah, super nice. And, yeah, even taking uh, Winston in the fourth, that didn't even really hurt you. I mean, made the RBs, you know, kind of drop in value a little bit, but. I like what you did. Yeah, I give myself a a C. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. Um, yeah, just the approach I like to take is just I need to lock up. I don't. I feel anxious if I don't have three quarterbacks in the first five or six picks. Yeah. And just in love with wide receivers, I'll always take a star receiver over whatever's left in the seven through eleven running back range. And yeah, I'll take Acres all day. And has said uh, A minus B plus for AJ. He did get Henderson to back up Acres. Yep. There we go. All right. Uh, well, how about we do mine um, just real quick, uh, just while you're here, and then because uh, then you got to bounce pretty soon. We got uh, Cup, Brady, Diggs, Cousins, AJ Dillon, Josh Jacobs, Jerry Judy, Bateman, Goddard, Thielen, Baker Mayfield, Rashad Penny, uh, uh, Christian Watson, Tyler Boyd. Uh, Devondre Campbell, Devontae Parker, Mark Ingram, Bobby, dang it, Bogart. How do we say it? How's he say it? Oka, Okariki. Okariki. Yeah, because we're saying it wrong. Okariki is apparently wrong, but I forget how Bogart said that he said it. It's like, oh, it's like Okarake, like Okarate Cake almost. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's what we're going to start calling him Okarate Cake. Now I remember. And uh, then we got Zamir White, Albert O. Uh, Irv Smith, AJ Green, Marvin Jones, Jerome Baker, Alex Singleton, and then Quay Walker. Yeah, I like your team. It's like, it's like what you told me. Like when your your first three receivers are Cup, Diggs, and Judy, and then you can throw Bateman on top and then Dillon on top, and then even Boyd, just an amazing best ball play because he's gonna have like four or five weeks where he's just he's the man. <laughs> And I like that you solidified that backfield too with Josh Jacobs and Zamir White. And then picking up Mark Ingram to be a play in your first six weeks. Because, I mean, yeah, your first running back, AJ Dillon, and that might be a little weak, but having Ingram that might solidify the first six weeks for you. Like Dillon could be on his feet running by the time Kamara comes back. You know what I mean? So that might be a good thing. 
all these uh the running backs are gonna make it or break it. Like I wouldn't be my I wouldn't mind Dylan being like my number two, um, which I guess like Josh Jacobs could be the number one on this team. But yeah, Rashad Penny, I, I needed to get um another running back before him. <coughs> it was this weird ass like spot where all the running backs just kind of sucked, like right in there from round wherever I took Bateman to like like Penny, like everything just kind of sucked, like within there in those rounds. Yeah, I think I'm going to give you a B plus because you waited for quarterback and you got Brady, and then you waited again and you still got Kirk. So I think the patience paid off. So it's a solid team. I give it a B plus. Yeah, and has said running back room could be stronger, but I give it a solid A minus. Yeah, I'll give this one a B for myself because I, I do like how top heavy it is, and getting Brady and Cousins, I'd be super stoked. Like on that. If you get that in the draft tomorrow night, then you're going to have. A really good squad. Yeah, and I'm really curious, you know, if I do go with the guy like Cup, you know, <coughs> first. Because, um, yeah, man, I mean, I, I – The I, real thing, you ain't gambling anymore. I feel no. like tomorrow like, people are going to be drafting a lot more conservatively, so you're going to see like nine, eight, eight, nine, ten quarterbacks grabbing the like first Mark round. Said, I'll give it a, I'll give it a P for Penny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm predicting eight over or under a seven quarterbacks taken in the first round tomorrow. Oh, fuck. I mean, it's going to be, uh, I mean, if nothing else, that would be a push. I don't think, I think seven is the floor. And what have we seen? We've seen 11. Plus six right here. Or no, I guess seven right here. Yeah, seven is the floor for sure. I'm thinking like there could be potentially up to 10 gone in the first round tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, in one of these mocks that we did recently, we saw 11 go in the first round. So, yeah, anywhere from 7 to 11. I doubt that JT won't go in the first round or Cup. or If JT or Cup is there in the second round, I do not care. If I don't have a second quarterback, I'm grabbing them. So there's, a, talent. there's a world where Cup easily falls to the second. I mean, I've seen it happen in these mocks all the time because, I mean, I'd take him as the number one wide receiver, but – those first three guys, just like the QBs, I mean, they're kind of interchangeable. A lot of people are on Jefferson. A lot of people are on Chase. And a lot of people are still on Cup. All right. Well, uh, you getting out of here or you want to do another one? I think I'm about to get I'm about to roll out of here. Okay. Well, tell I'm working a few, so I got to – everybody yeah. can follow me at um, FFT underscore fantasy on Twitter and then check out – the podcast page at frontline underscore ff for the fantasy frontline podcast first episode is about to come out pretty here pretty soon keep y'all updated on that antonio what the hell are you talking about you saying anybody want to take over my team you don't want to draft on tuesday you bastard (laughs) (laughs) he always acts like that when he gets drunk it's like he overcommitted to leagues or something so he gets drunk and like fuck what did i do i got myself into too many drafts Don't worry, Antonio. You're going to be all right. It's time for me to roll out of here. Catch y'all later. Sounds good, homie. Thanks for joining. Yes, sir. All right. Now, let's see. Joey. Here we go. Joey's another one who wanted to be graded. We got Justin Jefferson, Christian McCaffrey, A.J. Brown, Trevor Lawrence, J.K. Dobbins, Danny Pesos, uh, Ritter, way fucking early on that, but might not have been able to get him because Mariota went around earlier. Then we got Darius Leonard, Chris Olave, DeAndre Hopkins, Russell Gage, Nick Bosa, uh, Tyler Algier, DJ Chark, uh, Trey Diggs, John Mechie, Aiden Hutchinson, 
Jameson Crowder, LaVisca Chanel, Davis Price, Patrick Sertain, David Njoku, uh, Teddy Bridgewater, Terrace Marshall, Robbie Anderson, and uh, Derek Stingley. All right. So I like what you did at the top. I uh, really do. I mean, the first like five picks, I mean, really nice. I mean, especially being able to get Dobbins, you know, like all the way at the end of the fifth. But yeah, the Danny Pesos and beyond. I mean, I'm no problem with Leonard in the third. Um, but yeah, I mean, Danny Pesos and Ritter back to back. I mean, this really shows how you can't push off like QBs like crazy, especially if you're in like the back half of the draft. Uh, I'm okay with getting Lawrence as your number one in the fourth round. Like that, that's actually like really good value on him. But yeah, Jones and Ritter, I hate the value on those guys. And then I mean, you're really top heavy at the wide receivers and running backs. I mean, your flexes are decent, you know, but um, yeah, I'm probably going to give this one a C here and yeah, it's, uh, it, it's just rough after you get past like your, your starters there and you start getting into the flexes and the super flex and Bogart said a D for Danny dumbass. <laughs> And Clark said that QBs are weak, CMC's risky. Yeah, I mean, but CMC in the second round, I mean, someone's going to take him in the second round. So if it's not him, it definitely would have been someone else. But I definitely would have taken Najee over CMC if um, if I was in that spot personally because Najee was still there. Somehow Najee fell to fucking Stadivelli. And uh, Hess said, I love the start, but then it gets ugly. Yeah, it gets real ugly real quick. That's for sure. All right, so let's see. And then TJ said, grade him, please. So for TJ, we got, he went QB heavy in the beginning. I remember shouting this out when he actually, when this was going on. We got Josh Allen, Derek Carr, Trey Lance, Travis Etienne, Leonard Fournette, Michael Parsons. That could be an ode to Stu, so hat tip to Stu. And uh, Chris Godwin, Darnell Mooney, Elijah Moore, Pat Fryer, Muth, James Cook, Rojo, Kenny Galladay. And hold on. We got to start dropping this for Kenny Galladay. Oh, my God. They killed Kenny. You bastards. Uh, David Bell, Rondell Moore, Tim Patrick, Khalil Herbert, uh, Jacoby Brissett, Trey Sermon, Nico Collins, Isaiah Pacheco, uh, Logan Thomas, Veluse Jones, Trey Hendrickson, Paris Campbell, and what's Strong's first name? Pierre Strong. Right. So this one for my man TJ. So, I mean, I like what you did with the QBs. I mean, there's no way that you're going to get Lance. I mean, later than that. So, I mean, if you really, really wanted Lance, I mean, props to you for getting him there because no way he would have lasted to the end of the fourth. I like the running backs. I mean, for waiting on the running backs to get ETN and four net right there. Super, super nice. Um, Michael Parsons. Okay. It's not that I don't like the pick and if the pick was for Stu, we'll give him a little hat tip to Stu. But in this format with the IDP flex, Michael Parsons isn't a cheat code like he is when we actually have the defensive line spot. So you just don't really need to draft him that early is what it is and uh what up song what's going on bro i mean you may have to draft him that early if you want to get him no matter what but um i'm just saying like to draft him that early the value it, it might it might not be worth it taking him that early in this format that we're doing and then chris godwin that would make me super super shaky being my number one because he could start on the pup 
Um, Darnell Mooney, Elijah Moore. I mean, if Chris Godwin starts on the pup and those are your number one and twos, I mean, I don't know how happy you know you are about that. And uh, and uh, he, uh, TJ did say that uh, Parsons was a pick to stew. So hat tip to stew. Um, so I'm going to give this one a C. I'm going to give this one a C. And yeah, it's really, it's the wide receivers. I mean, you got a, a crazy amount of wide receiver depth. So, I mean, at least you did hedge your bets, you know, with guys like Godwin. But that's why I'm going to give this one a C. Is um, a little top heavy. But uh, the depth, you know, not uh, not there as much. But um, I do like it. I do like it. And uh, and Clark said, yeah, Najee for show. Been burned two years in a row by CMC. Yeah, and I mean, if CMC falls to me, you know, really late, I'll, I'll definitely be interested, you know, in a CMC pick. But um, but yeah, it's uh, it, it's a it's a nervous thing with CMC. Like it, it really makes me nervous because, like, yes, I mean, he burned me two years in a row as well. Like, man, if we go back two years. I swear this was like the worst team that I've had in fantasy football, like ever. And uh, it was an auction draft and I started it off with CMC and CEH and oh man, like I may have only won like three or four games, like in that one, it was so not fun. Uh, so not fun. And yeah, I, I'm I'm super jaded on CMC myself. <laughs> I would definitely be, I'm taking Najee. Over CMC, I'm taking Eckler over CMC for sure. I would take uh, and Jonathan Taylor, obviously, but I would for sure take three wide, uh, three running backs over CMC right now. But um, if CMC's healthy, he could finish as the number one, you know, overall running back. So um, there's risk baked into his price already because if we knew that he was going to be healthy for the entire season, he'd be the 101, and there wouldn't be any questions about it. All right, let's get the hell up out of here. Appreciate you guys rocking with me as usual. And uh, so we got the real draft going down tomorrow. It is going to be going down at 6.30 p.m. West Coast time, 9.30 p.m. Eastern time. We had to start a little later just to make sure we could accommodate everyone getting off of work. And I've got a few California people, you know, in this one, but it's going to be super, super dope. So make sure you guys come tap in because it is, the smoke session is going to be lit and you're going to see the first real draft happening in these divisions. And Clark said in a keeper league, uh, had CMC the last four years, won the first two years off his back, lost the last two for the same reason. Yeah, bro. That is uh, super tough. At least you got those two wins, those two Super Bowls, uh, two championships. They will they will carry you a long way. And um, all right, and thanks for making it all the way to the end, guys. Check out the new outro. Uh, leave a comment and let me know what you think of the new outro. Peace out, guys.